Today's letter is you, and our topic is user stories. User stories are very central to Agile. Let's break down a user story. A lot of you may be familiar with the format as a, where you identify the persona or the who, I need or I want, and that's where you identify the problem scenario, so that... And that is where the value statement is defined. So put it all together as a fill in the blank. I want or I need fill in the blank. So that fill in the blank. Now, the user stories are broken down into very small increments. So that in your planning process, You can do multiple stories within a sprint or iteration. Never would you take a whole story and just complete one story in a sprint. If the story is so big, it'll take the whole sprint. We go back and we continue to slice it even more. As well as never would we have a story go past a sprint. That's a definite no-no. So if you have two-week sprints, your stories have to be less than two weeks where you can do multiple stories. And all this is so you don't have any surprises. Too often when we take big chunks of work and we estimate them, when we start doing the work, we get surprised once we start looking at the code. It forces technical resources to look close enough to the requirement to make sure it's not more than two weeks. That breaking it or slicing it down reveals unexpected or unsuspected conditions that often make the task much bigger than anticipated. So it's good that you're forced to slice stories. It's not just for the sake of slicing stories. It's for the sake of discovering any unknowns that might cause us to not be able to complete our commitment for the size of the story. Now, you don't know this day one because requirements and agile are just in time. So when you initially get the story, the story is what we refer to as raw Then as you add acceptance criteria and you start trying to plan and prioritize the story, you start roughing it out and ultimately refining it. And then once you're prior to putting in the actual sprint, you want to make sure it's absolutely ready. That means you have enough acceptance criteria and examples and even samples so that you're fully confident, not when I say you, I'm talking about everyone on the team that has to do the work is fully confident in the estimate. So do whatever refining and finalizing you need to do to get a thumbs up from everyone that's going to do the work. Now, going back to the whole format of the user story, just want to recap. There's the persona. Those are the who. Who is the person that's going to initiate, 
own this story, define this story, be the subject matter expert for this story. The next component, the problem statement. That's the what. So you've got the who and the what. That's what they need, what they're going to use it for, what they need to accomplish. Now, keep in mind, along with every what, there's a what if. Those are often what we know in traditional requirements as alternate paths or negative paths. Do your what ifs early. Now, these may spawn other stories, and that's okay. And then ultimately, there is the value statement. What's the value? What makes it important? What are we solving with this story? And based on the level of effort, do we want to spend or how much do we want to spend to solve this particular problem? Even at the story level, Agile is set up so that you evaluate the return on investment. Do you want to spend 20 story points? Do you want to spend 40 story points? That could be two weeks worth of effort by your whole team. How important is this story? How important is fixing this particular component or providing this particular feature? What is the return on the investment? And then there's the show and tell. So then throughout, you're showing it to the customer. And in some cases, the customer is discovering new ideas or seeing it makes them react and think of other things that might be extremely pertinent. And all of this is welcomed and agile. Now, once we successfully get to the point where the product owner says we have something of value that can be delivered, well, it's time to make sure that you have quality code, it's cleaned up, it's packaged, and it's ready to go out and be promoted. So there you have the full life cycle of user stories. I want to give a special thanks to our resource. You know, we love our resources. And this is from Cohen Plus. It's at www.alexandercohen.com. It's called the Best Agile User Stories. And he has a whole table of contents on creating user stories knowing if you have a story, designing better stories, testing your user stories, developing stories and story maps, and examples of user stories, and ultimately how to create successful user stories. So I hope you found this tip valuable and will follow the resource for more information. Also, please visit B2T Training. That's B, the number two, T, training.com. For more of my white papers, blogs, and webinars, that's B, the number two, 
www.ttraining.com. Also, visit and sign up for one of our public classes. I or one of my esteemed colleagues will be your instructor. So, continue to stay with us as we complete our Agile Alphabet, A to Z. That's all for now. This is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman with Technology Expresso.